Hey everyone and welcome back to the deep talk. Today I am going to be talking about something that I personally have been struggling with lately and that is boundaries. And so I first want to, before I go into all of that, want to just say that as I'm going into college and going back into my sophomore year, I'm probably going to start only doing one a week. So one a week interviews or maybe one solo, but usually one a week interviews. And then if I have extra time, I'll do an interview and uh, myself one just because when I do um, interviews, um, little tidbit of my life, I'm living in a house with a bunch of girls, so it's going to be hard to schedule out a lot because I have to go to, you know, a little recording room. So I'm going to have to be able to do one a week interviews and then I'll have time to do myself ones probably in the house as well. But just so I can have enough time to study and focus on building, you know, business and all these cool things that are going to be coming up that I'm going to be talking to you guys about. But yeah, just to make sure I have enough time to balance everything because you know what? It's kind of fitting that this is a episode about boundaries because this is a boundary I'm creating for myself to not overwork myself because, you know, and I'm going to probably end up doing two a week as, you know, this podcast grows and grows and as I have more time and as I learn how to, you know, schedule that time. But just to start off college, I think one a week right now is going to be perfect for me and I'm sorry if that, you know, lets you down, but I will probably pick back up in a bit. But for now, I think this is the best for me. So as I'm creating this boundary, let me go into this podcast. You're listening to the Deep Talk Podcast, hosted by beauty guru, blog writing, college student, Madison Brandt. Here, we are going to talk deep to the people who have struggled, who have really been through it, to those who are confused on their paths, for the spirituals, the entrepreneurs, and for the people who are really doing it. Hey guys, we know you have struggled too, but this isn't only about entrepreneurs. This is your workshop where you come, learn, answer your questions, and spread that knowledge into your life and others. Here's to you on your path. Here's to those who want to build an amazing life. And here's some advice, some people to relate to, and a whole lot of stories. All right, so boundaries. And so this is just a topic that I have been very passionate about lately because I know that it's something that I struggle with. And if I'm struggling with it a lot and I've heard other people struggling with it, you know, and asking me, oh, like, how do I handle this situation with my friend? Or, you know, what am I supposed to do here with this person? This person expects this of me, but I want this. And so I just hear it in different forms all the time. Where it's like, oh, my my boy that I like, you know, he wants to date, but I'm not ready. Or, you know, there's just so many different examples where it just is like boundary. I hear boundary, like whispering in the back of my head when I hear people talk about these kind of things. So that's why I'm super excited to talk about this because boundaries are important. And, you know, little may you know, but you definitely have them. So to start off this podcast, let's just define the word boundary. So after I googled this for you guys, it's a noun, (laughs) and it's a line that marks the limits of an area, a dividing line. So there's different types of boundaries. There's boundaries with yourself, there's, you know, people boundaries, boundaries with like your mom, your dad, your like your parents, or with your friends, or with your loved one, um, with your kid. (laughs) 
So there's boundaries and they differ with everything. You know, there's boundaries in school with yourself. They come with everything. And I think a boundary means, yes, it means a limit and how far you can go with something in your life. But I think boundary more importantly is the feeling you get when something pushes you too far and you feel like there's something outside that wants you to be that way. You know, even if they may not want you to be a certain way, you feel like you have to give to a point with something in your life. And you'll know by getting that uncomfortable, anxious feeling, that bad feeling in your stomach, that you're supposed to do something past your limits, past what you are as a human being. And I think boundaries are important because let's let's talk about this as an example. You know, you have a friend who has to hang out every day, every day. You know, even if this hasn't happened to you, just an example right? So a friend asks you to hang out every day and you feel like bad because you're like, oh, well, I want them to know that I love them and they're a good friend to me, but I can't hang out every day. So if you're trying to hang out with them every day just because you want to satisfy them, you'll feel angry and resentful at them and you'll feel a loss of who you are. And, you know, even though you're making them happy in the end, you know, you're not going to make them happy. You're not going to make yourself happy and that's going to, you know, could possibly ruin the friendship. So, you know, if you ever get to a point in your life where you're like, are we going to stop being friends because of this? Or you're being like, okay, maybe we just need to end the friendship because of something that they're doing. Instead of going towards the end of something, you know, end of something, even with like your life, just like school, like I need to stop studying this. What is the boundary that you can create so you don't have to end something in your life that's important to you? You know, I feel like people think that there's two options. One, you stop doing something or two, you do all of it. But where's that middle line? So talking about that friend that wants to hang out every time, it's either for you, you know, hang out with them every single day or B, stop being friends with them and nothing at all. What if we do the hard thing? And what if we step in and we say, I don't have to have one or the other, but I can have one that fits me. And I think that's scary to do because people are like scared that if they step in and do the middle thing that they're going to lose the friendship. And to be honest, boundaries are scary. You know, if you're, if we're going back to that situation and we're like, okay, we're either going to A, you know, be hanging out with them every single day. Okay, yeah, that might make them happy, but it depletes you. And when you're depleted, you cannot give. And then you end up, you know, ruining the friendship anyways, you know, because you're not able to give what the other person, you know, what you think they expect of you. But you lose too if you draw and stop being friends with them altogether, right? Because you're shutting yourself off. So either way, you're going to lose. So how much different can a boundary be? If your worst fear is to go in and create a boundary and, you know, lose that way, you're going to lose the other ways no matter what. So if you're going to have the option, go in and create this boundary that's going to give you the option to have what you need. You know, if you went in and said to your friend, hey, I can't hang out every day. I have obligations. I have sports. I have, you know other people I want to see. I have family time. I want self time. And you're like, let's hang out these days a week, or maybe let's just not hang out every day because this is what I need. You know, I think that they may be hurt, but I also think that, you know, if you go and create a boundary and if they're truly someone that should be in your life, they'll understand. They'll accept your boundary. And maybe you can meet them halfway as well. Maybe you can create your boundaries together. Because every single friendship, every single relationship, every single part of your life, every single, you know, thing, your relationship with yourself, there's boundaries, there's, there's a line with each individual thing, you know? 
there are certain people in my life that I could hang out with every single minute of the day. And there are certain people I have to really, you know, set time for in limits because I know who I am and what I need. And other people, you know, everyone's different, you know? Like, with myself, I have a limit where I'm like, I need a day a week and I need every single day to have my own self time. Like, that has to happen every day. I need to come back and be my introverted self and be alone. And I also know that if I have that limit with myself too much, then I'm not going to get out there in the world and I'll feel lonely. So I have that boundary where I'm like, I have to be alone, but I also have to get out there and be in the world. So, you know, that's a boundary with myself. And so I just think that people are afraid to make boundaries because they're afraid of loss. And I think that fear, if it's driving your life, you're going to lose. And so what if your life is all about creating boundaries and then you know that every single thing in your life is authentic to who you are? It's your own crafted world of what you need. Instead of just living in this world where everyone can pull your strings and toss and turn you, you know? I also think boundaries are difficult because people don't understand them. And I think that's why people are afraid to create boundaries is because they're afraid that they're going to lose something because they're not understood. But back, back, back here. You don't need to have your boundaries understood. You just need to have them like accepted, if that makes any sense. So you don't need someone to be like, oh, I totally understand that. I'm that same exact way. You know, they cannot understand it because they're not that way and still accept it and still accept your boundary. And I think people are afraid of one, people not accepting their boundary and leaving them and B, you know, accepting their boundary but not understanding them because everyone wants to be understood. And I think that's where a boundary comes in. It's a vulnerable part of our story, a vulnerable part of ourselves putting ourselves out there and showing a piece of ourselves that, you know, we're maybe afraid of, that maybe hurts a little, that maybe we put a band-aid over, right? So if we're putting out this boundary and we're afraid of someone to see it, it's because we're afraid that not only of losing them, or losing ourselves, but we're afraid that they're not going to understand us. And I think that that's what everything comes down to, that we're not going to be loved, we're not going to be understood, and that because we're not accepted or understood, that we're not going to be loved. And I think that's always the deepest fear, right? Or that this person that we expect to love us doesn't, and that maybe we can't love ourselves because of that. And that's scary, you know? But I think that you can learn to love yourself by creating your boundaries and knowing that if people accept them, great. But if people don't, great. Your boundary is inviting the people into your life that you need and getting rid of the ones that you don't. So if they accept your boundary and love you through it, that's someone in your life. And if they don't and they leave, get out. You know, get out of my life, right? Like, I don't need anyone in my life who doesn't accept those boundaries because if they're not going to accept it, then they don't belong in my life, you know? I think by creating boundaries, you're creating a life that is one that is authentic to you. And that sure as hell shows yourself that you are enough. And that creates self-love by knowing that whoever comes in and comes out of your life, who accepts your boundaries and who doesn't, it all plays a part in your whole life, like the grand scheme of things. Because you're creating a life that is based off of self-worth and self-needs. And that is damn important. And that is damn cool. 
All right, so I'm kind of going to go into an example for you guys, a personal one. Besides that, you know, weird friend one that I got gave you that everyone probably experienced in like middle school, like fifth grade. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I'm not going to go into like super depth, but I'm just going to talk a little bit about me so you guys get to understand me more and kind of a boundary that kind of pops up into my life a lot. So I'm going to kind of go into this example before I go into, you know, how you could do it as well, just so you guys can kind of understand. All right, so... To start off, I am an introvert. So for those of you who don't know what an introvert or extrovert is or know the difference between that and outgoing and shy, there is a difference because I am an outgoing introvert. So um, extrovert and introvert is where you get your energy from. So extrovert means you get your energy from being with people all the time and introvert means that you get your energy from being alone. And so I can definitely be a mix of things. Like some days I'm like, I need to be around people to kind of get my energy up. But for most of the time after being with people, I need to be alone to redraw that energy and fill my cup back up. So outgoing and shy is just like your level of like, you know, being comfortable around people and the way you act. So if you're shy, you may be a little bit quieter and it's harder for you to open up to people and, you know, you don't go into things with like a booming voice and, you know, a very easy for you to, you know, you guys know what shy and outgoing means. Yeah, just outgoing means you're going to be really talkative and like easier for you to go out and talk to people and, you know, you open up more in groups, but shy me can see you're a little bit quieter and there's no good, bad, right or wrong, but yeah. So I'm an outgoing introvert. I like my time alone. That's where I recharge and get my energy, but I like being outgoing. So people, if they ever came to my space when I'm alone, they'd be like, oh my God, Madison holds herself up in her room and would be surprised because when I'm out with people, I'm very outgoing and talkative and I like to talk, but when I'm alone, I am not that person. Because that's when I don't have to be, you know? So I'm going to give you guys kind of an example of my life and what is a boundary for me that is very difficult. And so maybe some of you guys will understand this as well if you are an introvert. So it's kind of interesting. (laughs) So as an introvert, my boundary is that I like to be alone and I like to have that time to recharge. And how that boundary affects my life is a lot. I think also being anxious, that plays into it as well. So I, when I need my time and I want to be alone, I anxiously think that other people in my life want me to be more than that. And so then I try to act on that to please them. And that's not healthy. So for example, if I have a friend who's really extroverted and, you know, really wants to hang out for a while and I'm like, I need a break in my day to go hang out alone. My best friend is also an introvert, so we'll hang out during the day and we'll go hang out alone and then we'll like reconvene later. But that's just like a little example. Like I am an introvert and so sometimes I feel like since other people may not be, that I need to match their lives instead of them coming down to me. So why, first of all, with the boundary, do we feel like we have to reach what other people need to be. You know, first of all, why can't they come down to us? But more importantly, why can't we meet in the middle? Since when did we think that we have to go completely out of our way to match someone else's needs or wants? Especially if you have, like, you know, anxiety like me, it's perceived wants. I think they want something they may not even want that or need that, right? So that's also a problem with boundaries, is you don't know what other people need until you really talk to them. Guesses is not going to help you create a boundary. It just kind of kind of kill you inside. So, okay, a while ago, I was talking to one of my friends, and she was talking about how, you know, she can never live with a bunch of girls because she wants to come back to a place where she lives, 
and can be completely in her own emotions. And I was like, oh my goodness, that is so similar to me. And then it kind of made me realize and touch on something about myself that I finally have kind of been able to, you know, put a finger on, put a name on it. Because it's always been a part of me that I've never really understood. And I always just thought it was weird, but I realized that it's just a boundary. And so when I'm in my own home, I like to be in my own emotions. And so that's why when my parents talk to me in the morning, I'm going to be grumpy. <laughs> and when I get back from work, I like to go in my room and lay down for a while. You know, that is why... I like to be on my own emotions, you know, because I'm an introvert. I like to come back to my house and be alone and just go about my day completely according to me. And so my friend was like, yeah, I have a hard time, you know, coming back. And, you know, if there were a lot of people, I would have a hard time. And I was like, I totally understand that because I would as well. I want to come back and be upset if I'm upset. I don't want to have to, you know, push my boundary of being able to just be what I need to be to be what I think other people need to be. That's why I love coming home because I can just be in my own emotions. If I'm cranky, my mom's like, hey, what's up? You can go to your room, do whatever, right? But if I'm around people, if I lived in a house with a bunch of people who I thought that they expected me to come back and, you know, be super exciting and super talkative instead of just going to my room, that would be a boundary that would push me, right? Because I can't just be exactly what I want to be. I'd have to be what I think other people want me to be. So just when she talked to me about that, I was like, oh my God, right, like that is so similar to me. So going into being an introvert, I have this boundary of when I'm home, I like to be in my own emotions, be home within myself. Living in the house with my family, I can come home and just be myself. But there are times where my mom or my you know, sister talk to me a bunch and I'm like, oh, I'm in the mood to just go be alone. And I think that my response to being to having a boundary pushed results in anger and things that are, you know, I'm going to act out about that aren't me. So when my mom bombards me with questions and chores when I get home and I'm exhausted and all I want to do is be alone, that pushes my boundary of, you know, I feel like I have to be nice. I feel like I have to do it when all I want is just to be alone and in my emotions and then be able to, you know, help. So I think when you push yourself beyond the needs of, your needs and push yourself to do things that you think other people expect for you, you know, it's hard because you're not, you know, being exactly yourself. And obviously, it's life. Things are going to happen and we're going to have to own up to them and we're going to have to do chores when our mom tells us to. But I think even though those things are important and you're going to have to do them, it's still a boundary for yourself to still, you know, struggle with, you know, having to do something and be something when you're not feeling that in the moment. And so those are like mini boundaries. But I also know that I have friends who are extremely introverted and I also have friends who are extremely extroverted. And so my extroverted friends definitely can't understand as much about my, you know, introvertedness. And so if they are wanting to hang out and or be around me all day, I have to be like, hey, I need this time alone and this is just me. And it's hard to say because it's weird and not it's weird because to them they don't understand it. But that's what a boundary is. It's something related completely to yourself. And yeah, so going back to my example, um, so my grandparents come a lot to visit me. My, you know, when family comes to visit me and when, you know, or I have a friend sleep over, it's hard for me. And I've known this about myself for a long time. And it's not because I don't love having people over and caring about people. You know, even when my mom has like friends over, that can be difficult for me. Because when I come back home, I just want to be alone. And I'm like, ah, like I'm just trying to be alone. And so that is a boundary for me. 
right? So when people are in my house, I can't, I can't be like, hey, um, get out. I don't want you here. My mom's friends, I'm not gonna be like, get out of here. Cause obviously I want them there. I want my mom to have friends over. I want my family to stay here. I want my friends to be able to sleep over. So that's the thing. I, I kind of tussle with myself back and forth to being like, hey, I want these people to be here and, you know, to feel cared about because I care so much. But I also know my introvert self loves being alone. So I always thought there was one, A, going and being with them all the time and, you know, making sure that I'm making sure everyone else is comfortable and feels totally loved, you know, sitting with my mom's friend, talking to them for a long time or, you know, when my family is here, being able to hang out with them all day or shut myself in my room completely. And I think that's usually what I go to. I go to shut myself down and be alone completely. So maybe not being the most warm and friendly when people are here. And I think that's bad because it doesn't show the true light of myself. Um, and so I realized that there's either of those things are not the best option. The best option is for me to step in and put in a boundary. So let's say I come home and my mom has a bunch of friends over and they're wanting to talk for a long time. I can be like, talk to them for a little bit and then be like, hey, I'm going to go up to my room now. I'm tired. It's been a long day, right? And who can really argue with that? Um, or if it's my family staying here being like, hey, I want to spend this time with you today, but I need this time to myself. You know, you can have both, right? If a friend wants to sleep over being like, let's hang out late, you know, and I, I just want to sleep in my own bed tonight. So kind of creating those boundaries. And those kind of seem pretty easy and people do understand, but it can definitely be difficult in situations where you feel like you have to extend yourself in a way that is difficult for you. You know, it's always that uncomfortable feeling. And so remember, it doesn't have to be either or, but it can be down the center, right? All right, so I'm going to go kind of now into creating boundaries. And to be honest, I'm not perfect. And I, you know what, I honestly, I do know how to create boundaries because I know that every single time I feel a certain way, I know what I need to do and I don't always do it, but I know what I need to do. And so first of all, kind of to learn if you need a boundary or if you have a boundary, you need to recognize your needs and your patterns. So what is something that continually makes you upset or anxious? What is something that you know that you need? Are you an extrovert or are you an introvert? Do you know, you know, how many times a week you need to work out with yourself? I don't know, just anything. Like, just what are your needs? What are your patterns? What do you do during the day? What's your routine? What blocks your routine? So what comes into your day makes you anxious and you feel like you have to be more than you are? So that can deal with, like, social anxiety or, you know, anything like that. But I think the hard thing is you can have those boundaries and not be voicing them. And that's where the boundary comes in, voicing them. So how do you do that, right? That's obviously how you create the boundary. You can't just create it in your head. But you have to remember that you will never have a boundary unless you create it. You know, no, people will continually cross your boundary, continually, all the time, if you don't draw the line. And so if you're constantly feeling like you're being, you know, stepped on and stepped over, it's because you haven't put that line out. And you know what? The only person you can blame for that is you. So if you hate feeling a certain way, draw the line and draw it now. So after you recognize, you know, your needs, your wants, your patterns, you have to remember that you cannot change others and people are different than you. So if you can't change others, all you can change is yourself. But I'm not asking you to change yourself to fit their needs. I'm asking for you to change your mindset 
in order to be able to think about things in a way where you can, you know, still be conscious of how they feel, but also conscious of how you feel. You know, if you can't change others, you need to change the way that you're going to approach a situation. And yes, people are different than you. That's why boundaries are very hard because they may not understand what you're going through or your boundary. But you have to also remember that they are not going to react to things the same way you do. People are different than you and they have different set of boundaries. So before you go and blame them for crossing your boundary, I guarantee you that they have never understood it and they don't understand it because they're different than you and they have a whole different set of boundaries and patterns and needs and wants. So... You have to remember that people are different than you and that when you go into creating this boundary, it's not, you're doing this to me, you're doing this, you're doing it wrong. It's, I need this and you're not doing anything wrong, but this is what I need. And I feel bad that I haven't told you about it sooner because it's nothing about you. It is about me and this is what I need. So how can we meet in the middle about this? So if you're ever feeling like, God, this person is being too much of this, my mom's being too much of this, my little brother's being too much of this, you know, I personally myself am feeling this way too much about myself. And then you're like, okay, I got to cut off the relationship. No, you don't have to cut off the relationship unless they're super toxic to you, but you can create a boundary. And you have to remember that not every single relationship is a full force relationship where it's all of you hanging out all the time and it's perfect and it's a perfect relationship, but friends can have different boundaries. And so that means some of your friends you're going to let into your life to every single part of your life. And then other friends, you know, you may have a friend who's a big secret teller. Maybe your boundary with her is you don't tell her secrets. And so, you know, like every person in your life has a different boundary. And I think that's why we have a hard time creating boundary because we want everyone in our life to be this perfect connection. And that's okay if it's not because each person is going to bring a different thing to your table and you have to create different boundaries with them. And so some of them are spoken and some of them are not. So if someone's going to be telling all your secrets, your boundary in your head, you can say, I'm not going to tell them anything anymore. And then it can become a verbal boundary when they ask, oh, hey, why don't we talk about that stuff anymore? You can say, I actually have trouble because I feel like when I tell you things, it gets spread and I have a hard time, you know, trusting you sometimes and be like, I know that maybe you're not the person I need to go to for those things and that's totally okay and I still love you so much, but I'm just not, though I just keep things more myself with you. And you know, they might be hurt and they might be upset, but you created a boundary. So they can be nonverbal, they can be verbal, and they can turn into verbal. But you have to kind of assess the situation due to your, you know, the timing and how you're feeling about things. So I think you should really stay in tune with your boundaries by emotions, like feeling them, but also, you know, thinking logically about them and remembering it's not them, that it is you and you do have that boundary and it's okay to think about yourself and what you need. Can people start like loving themselves enough to just know what they need? Gosh, I think that's so important these days. So some people want something just different than you're willing to give. And so some people are going to be like, okay, why do you even have boundaries? You know, some people won't even like think twice and they'll just go through and just do their own thing and not, you know, even understand that you have a boundary. So that's why it can be completely awkward confronting people. But let's be honest, is it worse, you know, going full force or drawing back or kind of meeting in the middle? 
I think that the confrontation and awkwardness is definitely not fun, but this is your growth point. And I think that when you come to terms with a boundary and you're able to voice it out into the world, that is your growth. That is you recognizing something about yourself and asking for it. And, you know, ask and hopefully you will receive, right? So dealing with confrontation and awkwardness, I'm going to be honest here, like you're never going to get around it. It's going to be there, especially with verbal boundaries. And you know what? Yeah, it's, it's going to be awkward. And I'm not going to be able to save you from that because it's definitely going to be. But I think pushing through the awkwardness and going into the boundary, I think that is just such a big part of becoming who you are. Of, you know, this life, guys, it is yours. And it's only yours. So if you're living for everyone else, aren't you going to look back and regret that? This is your self-actualization. This is you becoming. So if you're going to be able to, you know, voice your opinion and voice your boundary, you're going to draw the people in your life that matter. You're going to get rid of the ones that don't. And you're going to learn how to deal with confrontation and awkwardness. And that equals confidence. And that, you know, equals a self-knowing. And so... I think people have a hard time, you know, saying no to people and, you know, they feel guilty about creating boundaries. They feel guilty about, you know, possibly pushing someone away. But I think you should feel even guiltier not honoring yourself. And I think that once you draw away from who you are and what you need, that's when the real guilt should come in. When you aren't loving yourself to a point to be able to put things in your life that are honorable to you. So... I think that, yes, it's easy, it's, it's okay to, you know, feel those feelings of guilt, but I think that you're just going to experience so many, like, emotions when you're going through this boundary creating because you're going to be like, oh, I feel bad, I feel guilty, and, you know, I promise that you're going to feel better after you create it, and yes, you may lose people, and yes, you, but you might keep people, and they might be so comforting and kind to you, so... I know that there's going to be some guilt in there, and I'm not saying you're going to avoid it, but I also think you need to remember that you are able to put out that boundary, and that that guilt doesn't have to be there because of that. So it's okay to have boundaries. It's okay. You might be asking, but why do I even need it? Why can't I just start acting a different way? And I'm going to be honest, waiting it out doesn't work. You should always speak sooner than later, and I've experienced this many times. I still continue to experience this that I wait and I don't talk about a boundary. So if I've had friends who, you know, I like don't ever text me back or friends that like are really difficult to hang out with or friends that are kind of rude to me sometimes. And I think those are difficult times for me because I'm like, oh, it's okay, I'll just be okay with it. But I've waited it out and waited it out and then it doesn't change and I just feel anger building and building. And so... Anger building means you're going to end up destroying something by not speaking about it sooner. If you speak while you're calmer, things will go better. So if you're someone's being rude to you, you got to be like, I feel kind of upset when you say these things. Or if someone's never making time for you in your life, you know, you could be like, hey, I feel like I'm not put into your life enough. I feel like there isn't this, you know, equality of what we want. And so maybe they'll end up being like, I just don't like to hang out a lot. Or maybe they'll be like, I feel like we're not meant to be friends. Or maybe they'll be like, I love you. I'm just an introvert. Or, hi, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that. I've been dealing with stuff. You know, like, you might get bad news. You might get good news. But you'll get the news and you'll get the answer. And let me tell you, that is soothing to the heart. So, 
waiting it out just makes you more anxious. It'll ignite your fire within and it'll just, you know, it could make things worse. So I think that you have to honor yourself enough to speak about it when you feel things. And it's okay if you don't do it perfectly. I don't do it all the time because you want to wait things out. You want to see if things get better. I think that's a great mindset to have. But I think you have to know that if something's continually hurting your emotions and hurting your insides, you need to do something. Yeah, guys, that is my advice today and something I've definitely struggled with and still struggle with and I want to touch on because boundaries are life and you're going to have to create them with every relationship you have. And in all aspects of your life with yourself. So boundaries lead to self-actualization. Boundaries lead to self-love. And boundaries are difficult. But I want you guys to know that it's okay to have them. It's okay to create them. And to understand your needs and your patterns and, you know, all of those things, I just, I really think it's important for you guys to learn to love yourself enough to go out and create your dream world and let things into your life that matter and get rid of the things that don't. So boundaries guys I think it's the hot topic of discussion for this week and you know I also wanted to say I apologize for you know not being able to post as consistently as I would like I think I'm gonna still maybe these next week try my best to do two a week until school starts in September for me but I know I can't promise anything I'm just gonna have to see how these weeks go they might be kind of stressful but yeah I just wanted to say, let you guys know that so you're not like, oh, why am I only getting one a week? But we'll kind of see how things go and I'll definitely keep you guys updated. But yeah, thank you guys so much for being a part of this, for being a part of my vulnerability and my voice because this is definitely, you know, an episode and a topic that is definitely vulnerable for me to talk to. But I am creating a boundary in my life by, you know, that I'm able to be vulnerable and that that matters to me. So All right, guys, enjoy your weeks. Thank you for being here and spending your time with me. All right, guys, enjoy your week, and I will see you next Monday.